So yeah, we're starting now, I guess. Okay. So. What up, y'all? My name is the American Dingo. I'm here on the Boom Pod. My nuts are out in the studio. You know what I'm saying? They're, listen, they're out. They're big, hot, and sweaty. They're out. <laughs> Their nuts are out. But hey, guys, what's up, Booners? Got American Dingo on the podcast. What up, y'all? My first ever um, actually cool guest. Don't oh, listen Don't listen to that wow. Joseph guy. Damn. No shade to Joseph. I'm sure, Joseph, you are a nice guy, but you are not the dingo. He's, listen, he's everything but the dingo. Damn. Damn. He, he's much more, because, like, with his with his episode, it's more like, you know, he's, his, his was more like a laid-back yeah. conversation about music. Yeah. I think yours is just going to be, like, much funnier. Oh, well, that's what I strive for. That's <laughs> I, My only goal in life is to make people laugh mm-hmm. um, and possibly shock people. I mean, honestly, when I was, when I was listening to your first episode, um, well, I guess not listening, watching, because I was watching it while I was eating lunch. I had to stop mm-hmm. eating lunch because mm-hmm. of how I was. When I, I'm not lying to you in any way. I, I had tears rolling I'm down so my face bad. watching that first episode. Dude, what got me was when ego. you pulled out the piss. Oh. When you pulled out the piss... <laughs> That's what got me. Yeah. So how did you, I know, because you said, from what it seems like, this American Dingo was something, Was there There was like a previous incarnation. Yeah. So American Dingo is, uh, this is a long story. It started way back in 2020, COVID, pandemic, whatever mm. you want to fucking call it. And uh, We're 90% of recent podcasts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um... I just got into like music culture, Rachel music, like going. I was isolated and I had a lot of free time, mm-hmm. so I just like started indulging in like music, finding new shit, um, finding new artists, finding new genres, getting into new shit. And so um, I saw there was just a huge like community of people who were pretty much entirely reserved to internet spaces, so mm-hmm. like Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, um, 4chan. The, the Mew board on 4chan. <laughs> have you ever heard of the Mew board? I have. Okay. I've been on there a yeah. few times for like five minutes. That's, a, that's why I, I felt the need to clarify that. I'm not, mm. I do not go on B. I do not, I'm not racist. You don't racist. go on poll. I do not go on poll. Okay. I do not. Anyways. Um, nah, bro. What do you mean? The guys on poll are based. Dude, they're based as fuck. Red pill. <laughs> fun fact, one thing I love about the, uh, the term red pill from the Matrix, and that is a uh, allegory for being trans. And I know. St- stupid fucking alt-right neo-Nazis. They watch the allegory. Matrix and they just refuse. Yeah. They refuse. <laughs> like, no, that's not what it's about. I swear. They took the red pill. They're actually all trans. They're I don't actually. know if I can say that. But anyways. No, you can. I don't care. Um, where was I? Yeah, so I just got into all this shit and I was like, you know what would be really cool? I'm sure I could get in contact with some of these people that mm-hmm. I'm seeing and um, talk to them. So I... I, I made it. I made. I started everything. I made the emails. I um, made the Instagram. I started sending shit out to people. Man, this is eerily accurate to what it's, to how I started um, this. And it was like just my little COVID project. Everyone had one. This was mine, and I uh, um, just started interviewing people. I started it. Unfortunately, you know, looking back now, it was with my ex. But you know, it's mm-hmm. still fun. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, that was fucking terrible, just because my ex was there. You know, <laughs> but um. We just, we got a few responses. Um, we got one local person, my ex's brother, <laughs> um, and then three people. And those people were Jordan Mason from Jordan Mason and the Horse Museum, uh, Tyler from Your Arms, My Cocoon, which is a uh, screamo band. Or I guess 
bedroom pop indie Midwest emo screamo. It's a very that's a lot interesting. of interesting. Yeah, that's and a blender then, of a band. <laughs> uh, Hayden Rodriguez of For Your Health, um, and I Jordan Mason was the big one because they are they're very important to me, mm-hmm. um, and you know it was just kind of surreal to have them on the podcast because their album's like very much. You know, Divorce Lawyers, I Shave My Head is one of my favorites, and it's a very bit popular thing on the internet. But then, like, Your Arms in My Cocoon and For Your Health. I'm not saying I'm the reason they're blowing up and touring. But. But it happened but, after yeah. I put the episode out. So Coincidence? I think not. Tyler yeah. Hayden, so, you're welcome. No, I'm just playing. Because it, it what I tried to do is I was like, I want to find bands that are either established or I'm almost certain are going to be fucking huge. Mm. And at least in small internet communities. Mm. So I did that. And then I just got bored of it because the way I did it, it was like I was interviewing people for like a school newspaper. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was, I'm 20. Was it it for like a high school newspaper? That's what it felt like. You know, it was was just one of my passion projects. I had it on Spotify and everything, but it's like, um, it just felt so bland. It didn't feel like I was putting my whole personality into it. I felt like I was trying to be too, too civil, too much like of not myself. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just got bored of it and just stopped, and then it died. I kept being like, oh, I'll come back. I'll interview more people. But then, you know, I started thinking about college. I move um, from New Jersey, which is where I was at the time. And uh, then I get to school and just busy as fuck with school. And then I get the idea of wanting to start some creative project again that's not a band. Um, because I knew I wanted to do a band, but I wanted to do something else. So I, my original idea was a um, uh, a record label in mm. Boone, uh, like a small indie record label. And I was, I had everything laid out. I was like, here's some acts that aren't signed to anywhere, some independent acts. Um, here are CD distributors, cassette distributors, merch thing, merch people, contracts, um, firms, you know, legal shit, um, you know filing shit for an LLC, everything like oh, that. Like you were, I had it. You were extremely I, serious. I about had it this. very laid out. And then I was like I just took a step back and I was like, damn, I can't afford this. Because mm. <laughs> it is yeah. a lot of money, you know, to do like any kind of run with CDs or, or cassettes or merch or even to buy an LLC or like buy the rights for an LLC or whatever. Or not LLC. What am I fucking saying? Um a record label? Something, whatever. Uh, just something. Limited liability company. I'm right. Okay. Yeah, it is LLC. So I, um, you know, I took a step back um, and I was like, maybe I should start smaller because mm. eventually I do want to do a record label. Um, that would be sick as shit. But uh, I took a step back and the record label name at first was Wild Dog uh, Records. And Wild Dog is actually a Jordan Mason reference who, you know, I talked about mm. having on the show because they're very important to me as an artist. Um, and then I was like, Wild Dogs is pretty generic, you know? And I was just like, my thought process was, I still wanted to have, I still wanted to keep with that because I liked that idea of like a wild dog. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to think of some, and the only, it just felt fitting because the only wild dog in America is called the American Dingo or the Carolina Dog. Ooh. And they're only native to North Carolina, and I was born here. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fuck it. That's what it's called. And then I was just like, I can't, I can't really remember where the idea came from. I think I literally was just watching 
Nardwar interviews and like Adult Swim shows and shit like that. And I was like, it would be hilarious if Nardwar was just like Unhinged. fucking psycho. Yeah, <laughs> like he came in and um, like just the gifts he gave people. Like he already is kind of unhinged. But he's not, like, making people uncomfortable besides saying mm-hmm. shit that they, like, he's, don't know people know. But He's, like, a very calm, yeah. unhinged. He's psychotic in a way where you're like, okay, well, you know, I can handle this. Yeah. Like, he's not like Eric Andre. Yeah, and so that was the idea. And, like, I was, like, started writing shit. I was like, oh, my God. And then I finally enacted my master plan, reached out to Felspar, and wrote up some questions. Um, uh and yeah, I really want to start fucking with people more now that I'm getting out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how where it stands now, that's kind of what the whole timeline of American mm. Dingo is. The American Dingo lore. Exactly. Exactly. How, how, okay. So I know you just said you were influenced by like Nardwar and like Eric Andre and yeah. Adult Swim shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How. I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is how far did you feel like you wanted to push it with Felspar? Because I feel like on some angles you were like, I want to do a serious interview. Yeah. And then on the other end, you're like, I want to make people piss their pants laughing. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to do – that's kind of – I want to find a nice medium between that because I want to actually, like, find stuff out about these dudes that people mm-hmm. don't know or, like, bring some shit up. Like, with the Oolong interview, um, that, that the most recent one, I was like trying to fuck with them and like I didn't I didn't fuck with them too hard but I would just like you know I tried to do the Narbor thing where I say something that's like how the fuck do you know that and mm-hmm. I did and they were like yeah you you cannot put this that is so personal how the fuck do you know that <laughs> but it's like I do want to like with Felspar <laughs> It's like, isn't the name of your third child Olivia? No, I can't even say it out out loud right now because they're like, you can't you can't spill that <laughs> shit, you know. And so I um, but no, I do want to I, since Felspar was the first episode and I was still testing shit out, I really wanted to tone it back a little bit, and I wanted the the big thing at the end with the uh, the sex slave, which was my buddy mm-hmm. Logan. Shout out Logan. Um, I just wanted to take it slow. And that's kind of what I did for the first few episodes. Um, and I kind of put more emphasis of, like, jokes at the end or the in-between segment, like mm-hmm. the in-the-field shit or, like, Battle of the Bands or my Judy Hop song, you know? I do. That's what fucking... <laughs> that's what got me was the Judy Hop song. I was sitting there. I, like, spit out my lunch. I was like... <laughs> it was... Oh, my God. I was crying. So, fun fact, that is... Um, it is actually not the full thing. The full thing was a five-minute rant about how it's not wrong for me to want to fuck Judy Hopps. <laughs> and um, I sat there and I watched it, and I was like, "You're like, I don't know if I, I like, can yeah, put like, this out." Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm already doing shit that future employers, if they ever mm. see this, I'm not getting a job. And I was like, I cannot fucking put that out on the internet. So, so that's somewhere in the American Dingo vault. Oh, it's it very much is. I have okay. I have the edited video. It is full. It's just somewhere. It is. It's on my computer. Because that's one of the biggest things. Because I remember I was talking to it about Joseph mm-hmm. in my last interview, how so much of his band stuff is just locked away yeah. somewhere. But then apparently a lot of it's like completely gone, deleted forever. Mm. I'm like, no. I'm like, I don't care what you think you're making is yeah. bad. You need to keep it somewhere. Well, I did that with um, Jackson's Music Show. I still have all, I, all those mm. podcasts. They're off Spotify. 
you can't access them. I'm the only one, because I, mm -hmm. they exist. I have every single interview, mm -hmm. even the ones I never released. Um, I have them edited. I have the old intros and shit. You know, I, I'm very, very, like, I, I like to archive because it's always mm -hmm. fun to look back on things. Oh, my God. Me, you're somebody after my own heart. That's exactly what yeah. I do. I archive and keep every single thing I ever make. Well, I ha I still have, because I started, like, making music as a producer, mm -hmm. like, making rap beats or dubstep or whatever, and I still have. I'm pissed because when I was in fourth grade, when I first started, like, DJing and making dubstep, I was like, oh, this is dog. dog you started making dubstep and DJing in fourth grade? Yeah. That um, is the coolest thing I've ever heard. Well, it's it's a lot less cool when you figure out I was inspired by My Little Pony to do it. No, listen, a <laughs> lot of people get their starts from something like that. Yeah. From, like, a maybe a cartoon they watched as a kid or mm, something. I was I was DJ Light Show. That was my My Little Pony OC. <laughs> um, and do you have a drawing for that? Yes. Do you have a pony? Yes. Um, so I was a really fucking edgy kid. Let me see if I can find this shit. Oh my god! Would it be okay if I show this to the to the viewers? Yeah, absolutely. if I put it in the episode. There's a really. I, I, I may either put it in the in the YouTube video or maybe post it on the on the Instagram. There's like oh there's a there's a. I don't know where the fuck to find it, dude. Oh, I know. Where, okay, I know where to go. I'll go on Google Photos. That's that's the deepest lore I think you can go with somebody. Oh, it's learning that they had a My Little Pony OC. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, fourth grade is when I started producing, and I'd like to make I'd make dubstep, I'd make, uh, you know, DJ mixes. All of that's gone, which you, I'm pissed. Do you remember what you made it with? Did you make it with, like, GarageBand or something? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, I was going to say, because it it's either, like, some random music app off the App Store or, like, GarageBand. No, I, I learned, like, I was trying to learn how to, okay, here we go. Uh, this is so embarrassing. There's definitely better pictures, but this is when I was in my fucking edgelord phase when I was... Uh, in fourth grade. Oh my god. Yeah. He's, he's, That's, is that an eye patch? Is no, that what that he is? just got like scratched across the eye. Oh, okay. I see. Um, I'm trying to find because I have like, I have more pictures of my OC somewhere. But that's kind of the, if I, if I find another one, I'll send it to you. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And that would be absolutely amazing. <laughs> but it's like, I don't have that shit. And I mm. think about it all the time where it's like, I... Cause it was it wasn't good, mm. but it was like it's an important part of my history, that's just gone forever. Mm. You know. Yeah, I love going back and looking at that kind of stuff. Like mm. all the sorts of drawings I made in, um, like in early in elementary school or something. Yeah. I like like two years ago I scanned them and digitized mm -hmm. them, so I've got them all on like a flash drive somewhere. Yeah. But I love going back and looking at that shit. Yeah. Because it's just like wow, I used to be deranged. Yeah. <laughs> I still kind of am, but I no. try not to be too deranged. But there's certain things. Oh, this is gonna get way deeper into the lore too. My fan fiction that I made in fifth grade. <laughs> what was it about? It was My Little Pony. It was just like <laughs> me and my friend. We're like transported to this to the pony world. Were you transport? We were, like, were you turned into ponies? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Okay. Of course. And and then we were like supposed to save the world or something. It wasn't weird. We were fifth mm -hmm. graders. We weren't like into all yeah. the weird part of the fandom. You weren't like that weird. Those yeah. weird fan fiction. Guys. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was. I so was, you were like a normal fan fiction. I was fucking eleven. Kid. You okay. know, I <laughs> there's only so much I knew, and there's only so much I wanted to know about. And I, what I cared about was more like just the show, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, it's just like archival shit like that. 
I like, still have beats. It's, it's crazy that this is what's what this this is. It's like a direct correlation yeah. of what's led to American Dingo. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's like my experience with music as a like ten year old finding dubstep mm-hmm. from my brother in third grade, which I guess I wouldn't be ten, but you know it's whatever. Um, and then finding more dubstep through My Little Pony, and then starting for, to produce because of My Little Pony, and then that got me into music, and then. I was just kind of very faintly on music, and then I get more into it in high school, and um, then that led to Dingo. So yeah, My Little Pony is the reason, uh, is, is part of the reason American Dingo exists. Well, I'm I'm really glad, <laughs> I'm really glad um, My Little Pony exists so that we could have American Dingo here today. Thank you so much. Because it is something that I think everybody needs to see. Yeah. Especially anybody that's like a Boone local. Absolutely. Or go, go stream. Or go, uh, yeah, actually, go stream American Dingo right now. If you don't stream American Dingo, I'm going to slam my nuts on your table and break it in half. And you're not going to have a fucking table no more, buddy. <laughs> you hear me? Your table is going to be fucking done. This is going to be so horrible to edit. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Like, I'm look, so sorry. Look at yeah, the bar. No, no, so no. It's, it's, it's fine. It'll be hilarious. It's just, oh my God. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. I don't know why so much of my humor revolves around nuts. but it, I Because mean, they're funny. Nuts are funny. Oh my God. <laughs> For the viewers at home. Um, it's a little keychain of I have, nuts. I have, a t- I have nutsack keychain. And they're they're like realistic nuts too. They have like... They've got like veins and stretch marks on them my, too. My friend gave this to me because I I would just like I just I think nuts are funny as fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I'm maybe I'm 20 years old, but I have the sense of humor of a fucking eight year old. No, that's abs- that's the kind of people I want on my podcast. Well, here I am. But um, so speaking of nuts. Oh my god. <laughs> in the first episode of yeah. American was no, I'm sorry. It's the second episode of American Dingo. With the piss jar. Yeah. We were talking about this before we started recording. Yes. I was under the assumption watching the episode, and I wanted to believe that it was actually re- your real piss. It was not, so unfortunately. So, explain to the viewers what what um, was that. So, I wanted to do a piss jar, but like I said with the Felspar episode, it was like, I'm still feeling out the waters. I don't want these dudes who I've never met to think mm. I'm a fucking weirdo and bringing them a jar of piss. Um you know, now that I've set the precedent, I probably will do something involving my actual piss at some point. Maybe it's your episode. Maybe it's the episode after. Maybe Listen, I do. Th- I would be honored <laughs> to, for my episode to be the piss episode. We'll we'll see. We'll see what's in the books. But anyways, no, it was not real piss. But I was like so committed to pulling out a piss jar mm-hmm. and like making it actually seem like it was piss and trying to convince them that it was. And then after it'd be like, I gotcha, it's not actually piss because I poured it on myself. I, I know, because you poured it on myself. your shirt and what, you're, so your shirt, like, did you just like dye the nipples or whatever? No, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to look like I was bleeding out my nipples. Mm, That's what okay, it was supposed okay. to be. But I did put, I just put food coloring over Okay, because I saw it, I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> What's on my shirt? But yeah. okay, so what was the piss? What the was piss, inside the piss? It was water, a little bit of mango burnets, um, Mexican seasoning, yellow food coloring, apple juice, um, and some uh, Texas Pete. It just just so I could get the smell oh. and get the cloudiness. Because you, know? you were describing it, and I was like, that's a lot more complicated than I think you'd need to be to get pissed. Well, because if but I, if you're trying to get the smell, yeah. then yeah, okay. Because it's like, if I'm going to pull this out, I'm going to tell them to take a whiff. 
and I want them to actually take a whip, just, and they'll be like, oh, oh haha, that's not actually piss, and then they take a whip, and like, oh, shit, that's actually piss. You, know, you should have added as a secret ingredient a little bit of real piss. <laughs> yeah, I, just, <laughs> just, I thought about just, it. No, just I a about little it. bit. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was with my um, roommate at the time, and I was like, yo, what if I actually just like put a drop of piss in there? It was like, that would be really <laughs> fucked because you're pouring that in yourself and taking a sip of it. I'm like, yeah, but it's just a little bit. And he was like, he convinced me not to. So I was like, okay. It's a diluted. Yeah. It's di- See, I'm glad you wouldn't have asked me because I would have been like, yes. Absolutely. I would have been like, yes, absolutely do it. No, I, have, I just recently rewatched Jackass for the first time, and that's kind of convinced me to not drink my own piss mm-hmm. because there's the, the – have you ever seen Jackass? I have seen all seven of them. Oh, even, okay, yeah. Because so, I even went to go see the new one in theaters. I did too. Cause, it cause was what, amazing. So I had watched most of the Jackass movies over the years, like yeah. on Netflix and stuff. And then after the new one came out, I went to go watch the new one in theaters, and then it, literally while I was sitting in the chair – after the movie ended, I bought a seven DVD box set yeah. of every Jackass movie. Fuck yeah, man. It's every Jackass movie plus the two Bad Grandpa movies. That's awesome. I need to just sit down and just watch them all. I forced my girlfriend to watch them because oh, she no. was like, she was like, well, because I, I I like to associate with um like a lot of like punk skater culture, and mm-hmm. I was like, this is very important to the subculture that I'm like associate with, and she was mm-hmm. like. Why? What the fuck are you showing me? <laughs> so yeah, Jackass one. What convinced me not to drink my own piss is the uh, the yellow snow cone, oh, where he pisses, where he yeah. makes a snow cone out of snow, pisses on it, eats it, and then just just starts ralphing everywhere. And then he's like walking around with his dick and balls and ass out, and then he gets fucking pushed. I know that has nothing to do with drinking your own piss, but seeing him fucking ralph after drinking or eating his piss, I'm like, yeah, hell, hell no. Maybe, maybe. Um, if I got dr- well, I'm underage I can't say I get drunk yeah. well no one um, maybe if I got silly <laughs> enough maybe if I had enough if you were in a, if you were in a silly goofy mood yeah maybe if I had some of my silly juice which <laughs> you know whatever that whatever that means to you which yeah. to me you know a little bit of dodo juice yeah then maybe okay maybe 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 you drink your own piss yeah maybe but probably not been, a lot of it no it, it'd be like a drop at most, but I there there is a scenario in the near future where I can see myself drinking my own okay. piss. But right now, I don't think I will. So in the episode, mm-hmm. was it? Did, they, I think one of the members of oh my god, I'm so sorry. Who was in this? Sloth. Was, was it was Sloth? I think one of the members of Sloth said it was warm. Yeah, I microwaved it. I okay. It. Yep. So did you just microwave it and then cover it in like blankets and then drive over there? Yeah, or something? Yeah, I covered it and um, I I just drove I. Like a minute before we left, I was going out the door with um, my camera and microphone, and um, I was like, fuck. And I put it in the microwave for like a minute to get really nice and warm, and just, you know, went straight over. And and then, so like by the time you got there, it would be like normal piss warm. Yeah, yeah. It it, it was like like hot coffee warm to piss warm. Okay. You know? That makes me even happier knowing it was warm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I think in the background you hear one of them say like, "Oh, I think it, I think it's tea or something." <laughs> I think just in the background, like, "Oh, it's tea," and then he's like, "No, no, it's not." Yeah, that, that was Jack. Jack was the one who sniffed it. Shout out Jack. Shout out the weasels. Shout out Sloth. Shout out Troutabout. Jack's not in Troutabout, but shout out Troutabout. <laughs> shout out everyone. Shout out everyone. Shout out every single App State student except for um, who am I gonna diss? Except for Jake Skate. Of I don't, Trout About and Sloth. 
Okay. Jake Skate doesn't know who Ian McKay, M- McKay. Fuck you, Dan. Sorry. The, Jake Skate doesn't know who Ian McKay is, and he claims to be a punk, um, and he's got, uh, uh, I don't know, he, he likes Playboy Cardi. Just kidding, I love you, Jake. Now, <laughs> I'm, I don't know who that is either. Ian, what was his name? Ian, Mc, Ian McKay. I don't know who that is. Really? Who is that? He is one of the most important, like, people in punk music. That's probably why I don't know. Okay. Because I'm not very, like, I don't, I'm not super into punk culture. Okay. You can probably tell by the way I'm dressed, you know. I mean, I don't know. I've been to some (laughs) shows where there's some motherfuckers who look exactly like you, dressed exactly how you're dressed, and they fucking clock me in the face in that pit, (laughs) dude. I don't know. I've never been super into into punk culture. I have a few friends that are, that Mm. are super into it. I'm just not. I'm, my, my music taste is too all over the place. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. But I, it's like I'm not into punk culture, but I like talking to people that are. Yeah, because I think it's really cool. I think it is a really cool culture. I just don't know if I could get into it. Well, I think more so my taste is less punk and more just all over the place like you. Mm-hmm. But I definitely do have a soft spot for punk, um, specifically like hardcore, power violence. Gore, uh, this isn't punk. This is metal, but like gore grind and like um, emo violence, scrams, whatever the fuck. You know, that's kind of more what I like, um, beat down, all that shit. But for the most part, I do try and listen to as because, like I said, I try. I uh, when I was in high school during COVID, I just tried to indulge in as much music as I could mm. get my grubby little hands on. You know, <laughs> and so. Uh, I mean, what else are you supposed to do in COVID? Yeah, exactly. You know. I mean, like for like <laughs> five months, literally all I did was play video games. Yeah, that's all I did. Yeah, it was during... it, for me. It was Warzone and Rachel music. That's all I did. Mm. But see, for me, it was it was Fortnite. Okay. It was Fortnite and whatever else. Yeah, but nah. And then I do associate like culturally, like in, in term in a t- subculture sense, with like hardcore punk. You know, mm-hmm. that sort of subculture. That's kind of more my vibe like I prefer to go to punk shows I don't really like not punk shows shows mm-hmm. where I can't beat the shit out of random strangers <laughs> you know good go into the mosh pit oh yeah oh yeah cool. I remember um, when I went to go see Felsbarn Sloth for the first time mm-hmm. when they were doing their show at Legends the lady who came on sh- who came on stage to introduce them she's like hey guys welcome to the fucking concert <laughs> remember no moshing or oh you will be kicked God. out and I remember there was vis- one guy visibly in the background that was like six foot five and he was like he was obviously very he was like god damn it and he just like stood in the back the whole time like, like mm. it I mean, was I would so too, dude. funny I, I don't like venues like that mm. because you know I get why they do it, and I get moshing is technically technically not safe. You know, it's definitely not safe for. Those. But it's fun. But it's a lot of fun, and it's like just kind of what happens at a hardcore show. You know, especially, I guess sloth is more emo than hardcore, but Felspar definitely they're metalcore. Oh yeah, for so they're sure. in that sort of realm, <laughs> and it's like we're trying. To, a lot of my friends, shout out Jork Crew, is trying to bring it like a lot of culture that punk culture to Boone. So like that type of moshing is more acceptable and more widely, like, mm-hmm. understood. Because there is a lot of shit that's, like, as there's more punk culture and bands coming into Boone, that it's like, you gotta fucking know this shit. I'm sorry, I'm cussing a lot. No, no, you're good. Um, you gotta know this stuff. And it's like, I don't know. That's why I like Howard Station. Howard Station's kind of the front runners of the punk mm-hmm. revolution in Boone in terms of venues. Um, cause they don't really, their only limit is crowd surfing. 
but like I was there and um, for my show actually with Trout About um, and then it was Trout About, Stomped Out, Rake Fire and Felspar and it's like I'm getting fucking kicked in the face. I'm punching mother. I'm decking motherfuckers. I'm, I mean, they're all my. A lot of them are my friends, but some of them are random ass strangers that I'm just like beating the shit out of. But they're beating the shit out of me back, so it's okay. And it's like that's when it's socially acceptable. That's when it's socially acceptable, and it's like I'm glad that it's becoming more acceptable because it's a lot of fun. Mm. <laughs> I do. I mean, I do think that shit's really cool. I just don't think I could do it. Oh yeah, I mean, it's I, not for everybody. I'm too much of a little baby. To go into a mosh pit, I couldn't. Do, I would like if, if if there was a mosh pit at a concert, I have to be like, all right, I'm I'm good. See, so yeah, that, that's the limit for me. Yeah. But I do think I do think it's really cool that people are into that. Yeah, because it it is really cool seeing. Because I I don't know at least to me someone coming up here into Boone, who didn't know anything about the local bands up mm-hmm. until like maybe two months ago. Yeah, right. You go into it. I see Sloth and Felspar, and they're honestly like, at least to me. Maybe not to the entire community, but at least to yeah. me, they were like the gateway. Because like, oh, here's the massive punk scene in Boone. Yeah. And I think it's really, really cool that Boone has a cool scene like that. Yeah, it is. It's really... I mean, they used to have one um, way back when with... Are you familiar with Basilica? I am not. So Basilica is a... Um, I don't know exactly what to call them. I'm just going to call them... Gore, I'm going to call them not Gore Grind. I'm going to call them Grindcore. Um... They they were a very heavy band from Boone. They're one of the more popular Boone bands to come out of Boone, um, and they kind of as their that band fizzled out, and they all got real jobs. I mean, no, no offense to them. That sounds like a de- jab no, because they, I I talked about that in my first episode. It's not like that's <coughs> that's kind of just what yeah. happens. But um, they got real jobs. But as they were like fading away. Is when Felspar, who they're they're um, most of their members are getting older in terms of being in college, um, so they've been around to see that happen. They start making music um, and they start playing shows, and they start getting an actual audience, and people are really liking them. And you know, I when I caught when I first came to Boone, or I knew I wanted to do hardcore. You know, I'm not saying. Felspar directly inspired me, but the fact that they could draw audiences mm. really did inspire me. You know, um, this isn't Dingo at all. This is just Trout about and other projects. But I, you know, I've had several projects come and go, start up and die. But you know, there a lot of people have had that happen too. But there still is a big revolution of like, oh, punk revolution now! Shout out punk revolution now! It's a <laughs> he's an infamous. Um, Rachel Music. I don't even think he's a fucking troll. I think he's just annoying, but I like him. He's really <laughs> funny. He's really funny. He's but, funny and annoying in a good way. Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, I, I do like the music scene right now. That's why, especially, that's one reason I did do American Dingo, because it's like, mm-hmm. I do want to highlight this punk culture mm-hmm. that's invading Boone. You know, I... <laughs> I like, love the way you describe it too. Yeah, it's not like oh, there's a cool punk scene coming to Boone. They're invading. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, you know, I'm part of a crew, and um, it's when I say crew, that makes me sound like a little corny, but it's like it is a crew of guys who go to hardcore shows across the state, and a lot of the guys are connected to Boone, so they've mm-hmm. been coming to Boone more and more, 
and bringing more of that with them and like exposing more people to this culture. I think that's um, cool as shit. I is. mean, that's one of the reasons my cuz the whole reason I created this podcast is yeah. that because I want it's not just the punk scene, it's yeah. any I like I'm completely open to having any kind of artist on yeah. the podcast. I remember somebody did ask me, it's like, "Would you have a YouTuber on?" and that one's like that one's a maybe. You're like I the, mean, you're like the exception because you're a lot more in, you're yeah. a lot more integrated yeah. into the punk scene. You do more than just that, and also I think your the stuff you make is really extraordinarily funny. Thank you so it much. It is. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. And I mean, also, I mean, just I think you're just cool as fuck. Thank you. But um, like the whole reason I made this podcast is because I want to talk to these people. Yeah. Because like I want because it's like I don't I just like talking to these people. Yeah. It's like I said. Um, a lot of the people that make music in college, it's a very much like a temporary thing. Yeah. Because after they graduate, they get real jobs, their music fizzles out, just like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I want to talk to these people while they're still doing the shit that they love to do. Well, yeah. It's and then a- just highlight them and like, here, guys, listen, look at this cool shit I found. It's all about cultivating a culture because it's like, I want to do the shit that I'm doing for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I college is more just like, if my creative endeavors don't take off, which I'm gonna try my fucking hardest to make them, then I'm just gonna go do fuck all for the rest of my life. But I still am like never gonna let this die. You know, dingo, music, making music, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, but the only way you can have something like dingo or something like a band like Felspar or any band or any creative project in general, you need to have a culture that is helping that and helping promote and not just promote, but encouraging more creativity mm-hmm. and encouraging others, you know, and that's why, that's why, you know, I really like this podcast and it's like, that's what it's really all about is just creating that culture, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what, a lot of the reason why I did want to start Dingo too, mm-hmm. is just to like connect people and get, you know, get people out there, let people know what's up and also just like make people laugh. But, you know, it is still about trying to like cultivate that culture, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's cool as shit. That's a really great spirit to have. Because that's one of the things that I think makes Boone special mm-hmm. is because at least compared to um, like other college campuses I've visited or whatever, Boone, and especially App State, has a very certain energy about yeah. it, especially once you dive a, an inch deep mm-hmm. into any of the music scene. Yeah. doesn't matter, not, not even just the punk scene, but any of the music scenes. Yeah. Although I will say punk is probably the largest one mm-hmm. on campus. Because that's one of the things that surprised me when I was looking, getting, trying to get deeper into the music scene up here is that, like, I just thought it'd be like, oh, there's a bunch of, there's a couple of, you know, bum fucks making, um, like, picking on their banjos and stuff, <laughs> making country music. But then I looked deeper into it, and I'm like, like, 99% of the bands in Boone are punk. Did you actually think that, like, Boone was majority bluegrass? Yeah, that's what I thought. Really? I mean, I'm not hating on bluegrass. No, no, I like, no, I, I unironic, my, my friends think I'm weird for it. I like I unironically really enjoy bluegrass. It's not like that's all I listen to, but like I do enjoy it. Dude, yeah, like fucking mandolin orange. One of my I fucking love trampled by turtles. Oh my god. Yeah. Don't my, even get me started. I'm a Raleigh boy at heart, you know? My dad's mm. from Boone, so I do love bluegrass. But no. It's like it is like it I f- I feel like it definitely is. Well, that's what drove me here is because I knew I wanted to go to a school in the south. But I was like, I want one that still has an art scene around it mm-hmm. and like a music scene because I want to have creative projects. And it was like, state, yeah, it's cool. I'm a Raleigh native. You know, it would be nice to be close to home. But 
I don't want to just I don't want every house show I go to to just be a fucking jam band at a frat house, you know. Yeah. And same thing with ECU, same thing with UNC. Wilmington, UNCW, that might be like the closest competition mm-hmm. to Boone, but even still there isn't like a whole lot of variety out there. Um and there is a decent amount. You have fucking Weed Eater, but I'm sure they're not like college. They didn't start in college. I don't actually I don't know when Weed Eater started. That's something I should know, but it's like Weed Eater's uh, stoner metal by the way, mm-hmm. in case you didn't know, but they're from Wilmington, but it's like I think comparatively that's the closest you can get to Boone, but still I think Boone has a stronger culture. I think it's probably because we're on top of a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> What's I, I some part of me genuinely does believe that. It's be- because we are t- we're on top of a mountain. We're kind of hard to get to, out of the way of everyone else. Boone is a really good breeding ground for artists and well, I th- stuff. I think the thing about Boone is that Charlotte and Asheville b- both are closer to Boone than like a lot of other places in the state. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of like Charlotte less so than Asheville, but those are kind of like the the arts districts of the state, if you will, where it's like that's where a lot of creative projects are going to come from. Um, and that's where a lot of, like, because a lot of my friends I know went to art schools in Charlotte um, or they were just, like, in Asheville, and there's a really big, like, metal scene in Asheville, and you got the orange peel and shit. Um, and I think it's proximity. And I also think it's just the reputation that this is the stoner school. <laughs> <laughs> like UNCW is the sur- is the surfer school. Mm-hmm. This is the stoner school. Oh yeah, for sure. And stoner, you know, stoners love music. Um, so I feel like that's kind of why it is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of a perfect storm of weed and proximity to venues. <laughs> it's the perfect storm for making music. Exactly. It's perfect. But and uh, also Hayes, also the Hayes School of Music is. Oh, yeah. A fantastic mm. music program, like one of the best in the state. I will say though, I'm as much as I like to talk and like get into the music scene down here. Mm-hmm. I am really lazy when it actually comes to like going to house shows yeah. or like any kind of shows because it's like, oh, this cool band I've never heard before is playing at this house, and I'm like, I don't want to go. Well, house venues are fucking dead anyways because there's the noise ordinances are so mm. weird here. I'm I I have parties every now and then at my apartment. I am shocked I have not gotten the cops called on me, because it's like if you are making a peep, like a, like listening to your music through your headphones too loud, like eleven, and your grouchy ass old ass neighbor who's lived there for two hundred years, yeah, is gonna call the cops on you, and you're gonna get yeah, your the guy, shit shut down. The guy who sits in silence yeah. in his rec- in his reclining chair reading the newspaper. Yeah. He hears one note from your headphones. He's like, you fucking piece of shit. No, he's not even going to do that. He's just going to straight call the cops. Oh, and yeah. then the cops are going to give you a ticket or whatever. No, but it's like Greenhouse, Hillside. Um, I think that whatever the, the creek pl- home place, creek something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just uh, all these venues, they show up. They do one show. Cops get called. They get shut down. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. And it's like, there are good venues here, like I said. There's a lot. There's Black Cat, Ransom, you know, Howard Station, Legends. uh, But house venues, which is where a lot of, like, college culture comes together, it's just non-existent here, which fucking pisses me off. It's like a one-time thing. Yeah. It's like, you do it once, everybody had their fun, the cops are going to shut it down. Yeah. I will say, I went to one uh, house show. 
it wasn't my favorite experience because I was straight edge at the time and I was not drunk and I was not high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just went and fucking chain smoked cigarettes Ooh. and listened to the music. And <laughs> that does not <laughs> like, sound like a good And time. then I was like with my ex and her friends and then I was like, they were like, you want to go? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. Cigarette, cigarette hanging out my mouth, dude. Yeah, thousand no. yard stare. Just yeah, let's let's get out of here. It was also only until recently that I became like very social. So I'm sure mm-hmm. if I went back and I had some um, silly juice in me, yeah, <laughs> yeah just a little, just, <laughs> just a little goofy juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or some uh, funny flower. Um, then can't may- forget the funny yeah, flower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then maybe maybe I'd have a better time. But um, I don't know. I think for my what I look for out of a concert is not what the house shows provided. Mm-hmm. So, like, and because there's a lot of punk culture now, you know, a lot of people had the same mindset. But I still do wish house venues existed here because they would be great for punk shows. And not only that, but, like, like I said, having some silly juice and mm-hmm. hanging out with friends and meeting new people, you know? So Sounds like a great time. Yeah, I think I was just a miserable fuck freshman year. That's that's what I, that's what I'm... I feel like a lot of people are. There. Yeah, because especially you're you know you're coming onto campus. Yeah, maybe you're far away from your parents. Maybe you're not, but you come onto campus around a thousand new kinds of people you've never met before. Yeah, because I know at least um, I'm I my family doesn't live that far mm-hmm. from Boone, like literally just down the mountain. Mm-hmm. In I'm from Hudson. Okay, Hudson Lenore area. Yeah, that's basically yeah. where I'm from. And so, at least when I came up here, I don't want to say it was a culture shock, mm-hmm. but it definitely kind of was. Yeah. Because, you know, you come from Lenore, everybody there, gun-toting, uh-huh. MAGA-Trump Republican. Yep. I didn't like it. Yeah. So then I come up here, and there's people that are, like, actually cool. Yeah. Right? People that are, like, I actually enjoy talking to yeah. for more than five minutes. Yeah. And it was a massive culture shock for me. I'm sure. But I don't know. Well, I kind of, I kind of experienced something like that because I lived in— Raleigh for 13 years from like being born to age 13 mm-hmm. and then I moved to South Carolina for um for two years and then I moved to Jersey from South Carolina for four years and I went to high school in New Jersey hey, and you've been like, everywhere huh yeah it sucks don't move never move <laughs> I, but like the transition from South Carolina to Jersey that must have been insane it was fucking it was it was fucking insane because it was I mean I'm very glad that it, it happened because I saw so much that I would have never seen if mm-hmm. I stayed in South Carolina or North Carolina. Even if I, like, still went to App State, if I stayed, I would not... You wouldn't be the same person. Yeah, I wouldn't be making music. I'd probably be in fucking... Fucking, like, Kapanu or some dumb fucking frat like that. I don't even know. Kapanu, if you're listening to this and then you're an actual frat, I just pulled out Greek letters from my ass. No offense, Kapanu. I'm sure you guys are... Lovely people. I'm just, it was just a figure of speech. Anyways. No, no, no. I'm going <laughs> to fuck every single frat. Except, except for, oh, fuck. What's the Jewish frat? The Jewish frat here is actually Are they chill. cool? Yes. Okay. I, my, my girlfriend and all of her friends were like, that was the only frat I ever felt like I wasn't going to get assaulted at. Mm. Because they're okay, just. Okay, well then, yeah. The, the Jewish, whatever the name of the Jewish frat is on campus they're the only cool ones. Yeah. Fuck everyone else. Yeah, because they like to spike drinks for a living. So, it's a crazy. It's fucking crazy to me how so many have been kicked off for spiking drinks. Mm. 
and like like it's not that hard to like how not, hard is it to just be a normal good person? Yeah, it's not hard. Like, I'm sorry you have to pay for friends and you know drug women. You're just a fucking miserable human being at that. It's point. It's the same people who watch Andrew Tate. Yeah, it's no, like fuck them for sure. Know? Except also also Kappa Sig because my my cousin went to Kappa Sig. Okay. <laughs> those are the only officially endorsed frats by Boon Pod. The only They're the only ones I officially recognize. The, I, 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 I loosely recognize Kappa Sig. I definitely actually endorse the Jewish frat because I went there once and it was um Were they cool? Yeah, they were cool. Okay. I, I was I was it was my first ever frat party and I'm with a bunch of drunk freshmen on the babysitter because this was this was at the start of the semester and I realized <laughs> it was like I joined the freshmen for their pregame because they're, it was my, it's my um, roommate's little siblings who are like my little siblings and mm. they're friends. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be the older brother. I'll be the cool sophomore pulling up and hanging out with the freshmen. And I get there and, um, you know, they're freshmen. They can't handle their silly juice. <laughs> and we get to the frat. And, but it was like for the little bit amount of time I was there where I was not babysitting the freshmen, mm. they were really chill and everybody there was chill. And they did, they like, they just, they didn't know who I was. Door person was like, yeah, come on in. You know, a lot of cool. friends wouldn't do that cool. unless I had like, unless you knew a guy oh, unless who knew a guy. Who yeah. Knew a guy. Or if I had like five women attached to my hip and a hand. Like, all right. You, all right. You can come in. You can. Yeah. Come yeah. In. They're like, you can come in, but only for like five minutes. They can stay for the rest of the night. Mm. But it's like, they would just let me in. I go in. I start talking to some people, get their Instagrams, get past a joint. Um, I may or may not have hit it. Allegedly. Allegedly, I hit it. Allegedly. A joint of uh, the funny flower? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, it's not weed. It is a type of, um, you know. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know why you'd be smoking that stuff you pull out of the ground. Yeah, exactly. You should only smoke funny flower. Exactly. Because it makes you a better person. Exactly. <laughs> just like silly juice. It just exactly. makes you a little silly. Makes you a little silly. It just makes you a silly little guy. And if you get like too a, silly. That guy, like that guy from American Psycho. Like the- Just <laughs> makes you a little silly. <laughs> just a little goofy. Just having a little goof. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. No, I feel like a lot of the frats though they watch American Psycho, and and they get the ex- they get the yeah. exact wrong yeah. statement. Dude, wait until they hear that that a woman directed yeah that, uh, directed American wait Psycho. Wait until they hear a woman wrote the book. They're gonna flip. <laughs> They're gonna absolutely flip. Wait till they realize that Patrick Bateman is an allegory on how fucking awful white people are. White men, white straight men. It's it's an allegory for how bad. It's not even white, an allegory. White yuppie cu- culture is. It's not even yeah, an allegory. Right. It's just straight up like white straight men. You guys are the fucking worst. It's 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 a movie you watch to realize, man, the '80s sucked. Well, okay, honestly, <laughs> if I could go back to, I've talked about this with a lot of people. I would love to go. Like, if I had a time machine, the only time I would do coke is if I was in an '80s club, and like fucking Depeche Mode was playing, and there's like that strobe actually... lights. That would that sounds like that's the only acceptable situation to do, to do coke. coke. Yeah, like I would never do it now, um, but it, like because I know I'd get addicted. I wouldn't do it in the eighties, seventies, whatever, or nineties, seventies, not eighties, but eighties. I've got. I'm gonna have a coke finger. I'm, I'm gonna have a fucking cue with me, mm-hmm. just like the Pesh mode. Like all I ever wanted, all yeah. I ever needed. That's all, listen, hand. that sounds like a great time, dude. Right? You're a lot different than me. If I had a time machine, it's like yeah, I want to go back to like the eighteen twenties. Really? Just like, yeah, just go back to the 1820s. Go live in the middle of a state where no one else is. 
I feel like live I, in the middle of the woods. That's fair. I feel like. Well, if I that it's, it's either that or like 1995. <laughs> that's fair. When melancholy and the infinite sadness came, mm. fuck melancholy and the infinite sadness came out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why? No, I just think the the late nineties were cool. The late nineties were pretty cool. I think it, realistically, if like I had ninety five a... to like the day before nine eleven, that's that's the golden age of the United <laughs> States, 10th. right? September tenth. Yeah, uh... up until September tenth, okay, two thousand one. I was supposed to be born on nine eleven. Were you? My due date was nine eleven, but I ended up being born on Friday the thirteenth. Do you know how cool that would have been if you were like, yeah, I was born on nine eleven? I know, but Friday the thirteenth is also pretty cool. That is pretty sick. It My is. birthday is like it's like oh you were born right before Christmas. Oh, yours December is Christmas 20th. Eve. Oh, Christmas yeah. Eve. Damn, do you, does that mean your birthday kind of sucks because it gets mixed in with Christmas? No, it's just that it's so I get all my smaller gifts, but then all the big gifts. Okay, like it's like oh it's like oh you'll get your Xbox on Christmas, Christmas. Okay. and not your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. that kind of stuff, but it's never like we just don't celebrate my birthday. Yeah, it's just like you'll get your big stuff on Christmas. Yeah. No, but I think realistically, if I had a time machine, I'd get a, um, I get a tab of acid and go feed it to a medieval peasant. That <laughs> listen, but I, I think I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you couldn't hand a Dorito to a medieval peasant. Dude, Medi- that motherfucker's eating that shit up. I was gonna say the medieval <laughs> peasants ate like acid bread. Yeah, all the time. Like they're used to it. They eat horse shit mixed with rat shit. So what you need to do is go back in time and go to a medieval person. And inject them with some sort of chemical that makes them like. Actually, no. Go back in time. Inject a medieval peasant with steroids. Yeah. And then just yeah. let him loose. Yeah. Just let him, <laughs> let him go into the hand, uh, hand them, king's court. <laughs> go back in time. Inject a medieval person with steroids. Hand them a Glock 19, and send them on their way to the king. Uh, yeah. There will be a revolution in Europe. Hey, so uh, it's a SARMs. It's just pre-workout. This is for Loco. This is a Glock 18. It's fully loaded. That's all you need. That's all you need. You could just leave it at the full Loco. I mean, Loco. shit, dude. That's kind of like what I, that's what I eat every day, besides the Glock. I don't eat the Glock, but. I was going to say, how do you eat a Glock? I'm schizophrenic Very... and have a gun. Okay, yeah. Shout out all my three. I love bugs and critters. Shout out all my 305 shooters. I'm schizophrenic and have a gun. <laughs> I know exactly what, I, I love that video. I quit that all the time. Oh, my God. I one time, but, I one time said. Um, I was like playing a family game night, and it was one of those things where you like write down an answer, mm-hmm. and you have to guess who did it, or something like that. And I wrote that I'm schizophrenic and have a gun, and my brother loses his shit, and my mom's like, Jackson. Oh my god. Okay, so anyways, to, maybe to get back onto it, yeah. something that resembles a topic. Here. Yeah. So, which I'm sorry, I know I watched your episodes and all this yeah. stuff. Which episode was it when you were just walking around? In the daytime, interviewing people was that episode that was the first two? One. Was that the first episode? Mm-hmm. Okay, so would you ever? So have you ever thought about doing another episode like that? Yeah, where you just walk around and just interview people? Because well, that was the in between segment. So that was actually something I did in high school for my uh, school news. Mm-hmm. It was called in the field, um, and you and just I, walked around. And I went around people? and fucked with people, like in my school, like asked mm-hmm. them nonsense questions. Because the interview is where you're, I'm actually trying to learn something about the mm. band or, like, educate people on, or, like, put some information out there on the band so that their fans can, like, understand shit once they blow up or for their friends, you know? It's just, like, one of those things. It's just, like, creating the culture, like I said. But the in-between segments, like, I want to try and have it be, like, a cultivating the culture thing. But at the same time, I just want to fuck around. Yeah, but that. at the same time, you know, it's, like, 
insightful conversation or funny haha. Yeah. You know, the funny haha <laughs> wins every time. Yeah, it's like I could ask them a serious question or I could ask what artist do you think most likely has a piss kink, which is what I asked. So, mm-hmm. who I what did people say about Someone that? Someone said Jay-Z, which I Did anyone say I, Drake? I would no have I would have I, said I would have said Drake. I think someone might have. So I know Limpus or Fred Durst and Jay-Z were the two I remember. Mm-hmm. Um and I think someone said Steve Lacey. Or no. That would check out. Yeah, I think Steve, Steve Lacey, Lacey would Steve check Lacey out. Steve Lacey likes to get pissed on. But if you would have asked me, I would have said Drake. Yeah. Because that, that's th- that checks out. No, I Al- I agree. So also shout out Drake for what did you see that? The apps yes. Yeah. Because no. I, I saw that on Twitter and I was like, what the Fuck. Do you know the Drake curse? What's the Drake curse? He wears a sports team's merch. Are we about to get nuclear bombed? Yeah, we're about to, we're about to not win another game for like five years. <laughs> I, hate to, well, I hate to brain on your parade. My roommate hates it every time we have a football game, mm. so he'll love it. Okay. He hates Drake, okay. but he loves it. Okay, that's so fair. So maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm iffy on the football. It's not like I hate it or I love it. I haven't even been to a game yet. <laughs> so I was raised in Raleigh, like I said, and I was from a state family. So mm-hmm. I went to so many NC State games. So I fucking love football. I'm a huge f- football fan. I've only I haven't gotten to a lot of the games, and I've left early for most of them. But every Sunday, I'm watching the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Watch every Saturday after the state or at state game. If I'm not too belligerent off of silly juice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Allegedly, I am, allegedly <laughs> I'm watching every other college game day game. That's a that's coolest. That's a cool little tidbit. Yeah, I feel like it's something you wouldn't expect from me because I'm wearing an emo shirt, Tim's. like Tim's and a supreme, a supreme beanie. beanie. You know, it's like, and I have an Alexis on fire patch on my jean jacket. Mm. But it's like, you know, it's one of those things about me just because of where I was raised for 13 years of my life. It's mm. like. Yeah. I've always wanted... It's not like I don't enjoy watching football. I just don't understand the intricacies of the game. Yeah. Like every other dude in my family does. Yeah. Because, like, every Thanksgiving, I will, you know, I'll watch the football game. Because I actually Mm -hmm. do like watching football. Mm -hmm. It's just I haven't watched it because, you know, I'm not with my family constantly. Like, everybody in my family watches football every Sunday. I don't... You know, mainly because my apartment doesn't have cable. But, you know... I think what it was for me was getting into it. It was just I would go to the games and I would watch them and I would just be cheering on the team, which, you know, when I was younger was NC State and the Carolina Panthers. Now it's still NC State and the Carolina Panthers, but App State is above NC State. But that's a different okay. state. That's, a, that's, that's beside that's the point. That's a whole different thing. <clears throat> they're playing them in 2025. Both my brothers go to state and they're going to fucking wash them. That is my prediction, <laughs> plugging it in and now. Anyways, but it was like just watching the games – I'd see something happen. I would be like, okay, he completed a pass. He dropped a pass. He's in this formation. You know, this is this penalty. And then if I didn't understand something, I'd lean over to my dad, who's been watching. He'd be like, what what was that? Yeah, what was that? He'd be like, oh, that was this. And since I've been, like, going to so many games since I was, like, seven, you just pick up on that shit. And Mm -hmm. then after a while of being so into, like, one team, you can just watch it and get really excited about specific parts. Or you watch something that, like, Mm -hmm. will somehow affect your team indirectly or directly, you know, mm-hmm. like playoff positions and shit. Did you ever play? So, okay, this is going to open up a whole You're can about of to worms. tell me your, like, broken rib story. Broken neck. Whoa. Yeah. I was close. You were, yeah, so um, 
I played flag football in elementary school. I was a fucking stud. Um, I played pickup. I played pickup with my um, with my brother or my my not my brothers. My brothers did not like football. I was the only one who liked football. Um, in my friends in high school and middle school, I played football with them all the time. And I wanted to try out for the middle school team, but mm-hmm. I just did it. And then I get to high school, um, and I figure out my neck's broken. And I was in. I was in. And then the football tryouts came out. Wait, and how long was it before you knew that? Two you... years. I had a broken neck for two years. I'll go into that story after I tell this. I was going to say, how do you? Okay, yeah. But so we'll, we'll get to it. We'll I get to it. Uh, I get to the weight training for football, and I get to the squat portion, and I'm like, hey, I'm not sure if I should put this bar on my neck because it's, it's, oh, it's broken. broken. And they're like. What are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, okay, like don't show up to the next workout. You, you just can... you just look over and your head's like that. Yeah, I <laughs> like, like you're just like, yeah, I don't know if I should put this bar on my neck. They were like, it wasn't that bad, but it was like they were like, yeah, you can film if you want. So I did, but it was like it sucked because that fucking ruined my football career. Mm. And then it was like the recovery and getting my neck stronger and whatever, whatever. Because I do love playing football, and I'm I'm another secret about me that you probably might not be able to tell from. Looking at me, I mean, I'm tall, but I'm also a very athletic person. I love mm. most sports. I'm not great at most of them, except for football was the one I was pretty good at. But, you know, I broke my neck. So, mm. anyways, broken neck story. So, it was eighth grade, and I just wake up, and I'm like, damn, my neck hurts. I don't know what happened. I don't know. It just hurts. And I tell my mom, and I'm like, yo, mom, my, my neck hurts. And she's like, oh, it's posture from hunching over and playing video games. <laughs> And looking down it's at your the phone. most mom answer. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, it was like my daily routine in middle school was, you know, wake up, go to class, come home, play Black Ops 3 for like six hours, not do my homework, jerk off, go to sleep, you know? You know, a the normal average, eighth grader. The, a yeah. normal eighth grader <laughs> experience. And um, so then, you know, it just kind of progressively got worse. I noticed like it'd be harder to go to sleep. I couldn't be comfortable in class. And like I'd always have to support my neck and, mm-hmm. you know, just random shit. I'll, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but you're telling the all I could imagine when you when you were telling me that it kept getting worse was that your head just kept sinking <laughs> further into your chest. Well, I mean, low key because I started hunching over more because mm. it was like did I it hurt support. to like hold your neck up? Yeah, okay. it, it hurt to look up. It hurt to look to the sides, and sometimes like I, you just heard my neck pop there. Like, hold on. I hope everybody can hear that. Oh, oh. that's juicy. Yeah, I can't do it. My neck's pretty fucked, um, but. It's not as fuck. You broke it live on the pod. Ugh, Jesus, don't want to go through that again. <laughs> but no, it's like I can do this now. I have a much better range of motion. It's not like painful. It's more of like a, just like a stretch. It's very mm-hmm. tight back there still, but it's not like what it was. But anyways, um, yeah, it just progressively got worse. And then I was like, "Mom, my, something's wrong with my neck." And she was like, "It's posture, but like you can bring it up to your doctor. Bring it up to my doctor. What does the doctor tell me?" And he's like, "Holy shit!" Nope. What he tells me it's posture, and no X-rays it, or anything. No, he didn't. Even, he didn't order an X-ray. I was like, yeah, I'm like Loki losing sleep, and he's like, no, it's just posture. Just stand up straight. I'm like, whatever. You know, it's like my mom and the doctor told me this, but then it was just like it never went away. I'd practice standing up straight. I would like practice my posture. I'd check myself. I'd try and like do play less video games. It just wouldn't just go away. Nothing worked. And I kept telling doctors. Whenever I go for visits, five doctors, I was like, hey, my neck hurts. It was posture. You kids these days, everyone comes in with bad posture. Just, and it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them was like, oh, it's because you're on your phone. 
Yeah, no, they did. They said that. <laughs> uh, many of them said that. Physical therapists, a chiropractor, which in retrospect, the chiropractor is kind of disgusting because I have bone fragments in me, but that's a different story. Um, most that's chiro- not a different most, story. Most chiropractors are a shame anyway. Yeah, so. but it was like so many people just told me it was posture for two years as my neck progressively got worse, as I would slouch even more, as, you know, I couldn't do activities that I used to love to do, as I'd wake up, like, crying because it hurt mm. so much. And it's like, one day, after two years, I'm finally, like, I'm in this, we had this ropes course in my high school, which was pretty fucking cool, and I was climbing up, and then I just get this awful pain in my neck, and I am like, bring me down, they bring me down, and I'm like, I have to go to the nurse. And I did. I called my mom. And I'm like, get me a fucking x-ray. Like, I didn't say that, obviously, mm. but I was like, I need an x-ray. My mom picks me up, and she's like griping. She's like, Jackson, so everybody's told you it's posture. You just need to stop looking down at your phone. And we get to uh, urgent care, and they take me in, get an x-ray. And I remember the exact conversation I was having with my mom. Uh, it was like, oh, I was like, what if it is broken and I need surgery? I've never had surgery before. And she was like, Jackson, it's not broken. You're not going to need surgery. And after she says that, doctor comes in and is like, so we found something interesting. <laughs> I'll see if I can find pictures of it. But, yeah, I... Um, so, yeah, your son's neck has been broken for the past two years. Yep. I broke the tips of three of my vertebrae. Oh. And uh, walked around with it for two years. And one of the... Here's something I did... In those two years, I, I'm looking at my mom's Facebook for a picture of my mm. neck because she posted the x-ray. I backpacked 83 miles with a 40-pound backpack in the New Mexico wilderness for two weeks with a broken neck. Mm. And the entire time, I'd be like, guys, my neck hurts. Can you take some weight off? And they'd be like, shut up, pussy. <laughs> and then I told them, oh, my neck's broken. They're like, I'm so They, they turn around, your entire head is sideways. They're like, I'm guys, so my neck hurts. fucking sorry. But your your story is much more interesting than my broken bone story. I have but so it's not many. too dissimilar. Because I've only ever broken one bone, or I don't know if your wrist counts. Oh my! And you was like that for two years. Two years. Jesus. You can put that up, possibly. But if you want to send me that, that'd be great. I will definitely put that up. That, I, I want to see if I can find the MRI because the MRI shows all three. Mm-hmm. This one just shows this the one, one. The, the one at the top's clear. That one's less clear, and then you can't even see the third one. I can't believe it. It was like that for two years. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. It, it, you know, I got told by five different doctors that it was. It was because of your posture. Yeah. And that shit's out now, and mm-hmm. it healed up. I <laughs> just my neck's a little tight. Jesus. But yeah, your what I was saying was is your broken bone story is like nine times more interesting than mine. <laughs> so I I've only ever broken one bone or okay. whatever a wrist count has because I broke yeah. my right wrist mm-hmm. in fifth grade. Okay. And the only reason why it is so significant to me is because the, when I broke it, it was the first time I ever said a swear word. <laughs> that was that's how I said my first swear word. Cause so it's it happened the same way. Well, I don't know. It I was playing football. Yeah. I was playing football in recess mm-hmm. with like five other guys. We were playing yeah. football. Just like a three v three, and so I was, I was, like I was trying to get to the end goal or whatever. I was trying to get to the end zone, and I was carrying the football, and this this fucking dickhead fucking (laughs) tackled me from the side, and I slammed down, and my wrist lands exactly like Mm. that on the ground, and I remember sitting there holding my wrist like this, like, oh yeah, (laughs) and I was just sitting there in pain, and I couldn't say anything, and then eventually I was like, oh oh my. Fucking God, this hurts. <laughs> it was the first time I ever said a swear word, and they were all like, 
He just what did he, he say? just said swear. <laughs> so I go there, so I go there and I get out of school and I go talk to my gym teacher. I'm like, I my wrist really hurts. And she puts some ice on it. It's like you probably just sprained it. Oof. Right. So I go home and I tell my mom, I'm like, my I'm like, Mom, my wrist really hurts. And she's like, Okay, well, we'll wait until the morning and see if oh it feels any better. And she puts some ice on it. I remember laying there in bed and my wrist was like in debilitating pain. Yeah. I like I couldn't move my I couldn't move my it was it hurt so bad I couldn't move my arm. Mm. So I was laying there and I woke up the next morning. I'm like, Mom, I literally can't move my arm. It hurts yeah. so bad. So I go to the doctor and lo and behold, it's- my wrist, I think it was this bone oh, right yeah. here, Oof. it had shattered. Ugh. So I go to there and I get a cast and somehow my mom's like, all right, you can go to school now. I'm like, what? So I, I literally, in the morning, I go get my cast and then like two hours later, I'm at school. Yeah. Still can't believe that happened. But, and then I remember everybody was like, Mason, what happened? And I pointed at the kid who tackled me. I'm like, he did it. He, he He's the reason why. And he was like. Okay. <laughs> but then, so, I it was healed up in a few, I don't remember how long it he, took to heal. Like, I think it was like yeah. two months or something. Yeah. I just remember every time I had to take a shower, I had to put a oh, garbage bag, bag. Yeah. on my arm yep. to take a shower. And it was, to this day, even after it's healed, this wrist is significantly more stiff. Yeah. It's much harder for me to move this wrist than it is this one. Well, whenever it rains, too, you can feel it. Oh, yeah. I can definitely. I Because I know I know the whole old people thing. Yeah. Or, like, anybody who's broken a bone, especially, like, a knee, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like you can feel it. Yes. When it rains, I can feel it in my wrist. So. It's a very weird sensation. I have broken several bones. I can't wait to neck. hear your nine more broken bone stories. Um, this, my, my right pinky, mm-hmm. three times. As you can see, it's a little, little, little crooked. How did you break your pinky three times? One time I smacked it against a pole. One time I was Fun. pushed uh-huh. uh, by my brother, and I landed on it. And then maybe it was just two. No, I definitely... It, it was in One a, time it was, I stuck it really close to an angle grinder, you know? <laughs> no, I definitely... Uh, maybe it was just two. Um, I broke this arm once in seventh grade during track i tripped on a hurdle and planted my arm Oof. out in front of me and then i, f- I want to say s- freshman year of high school i was playing football you know similar to you and we were playing full contact no pads as you know teenage mm-hmm. boys do and uh were you shirts or skins Oh, we didn't do that because we were in oh. New Jersey and it was like November, so it was oh, fucking freezing. Okay. Um, and I we, we did kickoffs and I'm receiving the kickoff, and my friend who's on my team comes up and just hit sticks my wrist, oh. and <laughs> it swells up double the size. And of, you were you were like, well, and yeah. I was okay. like, I was like, yep, yeah, gotta make another call. So I go call my mom, take me to. The <laughs> She's like care. again. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure they knew me by fucking name at that point. And and I get there, my wrist is swelled up to twice the size of mm-hmm. this one, like my my <sighs> left wrist. And they're like, oh, it's a really bad sprain. No need for an X-ray. The fuck? What? Yeah, <laughs> like this was before it's, the neck. It's like you guys know me. This was before. The oh, neck. this, this, this was, was before, before the, neck. the neck. Okay. Um. Can you imagine? You, you come in with the, with the broken wrist, and they're like, it's just your posture. Yeah. It's, just, it's just your posture. It, it's, it's fine. It's your posture. Quit it's holding fine. your phone. No. <laughs> I would not be surprised if, like, if my if I broke my wrist, my mom would say that, I think. I'm trying to think. Oh, and snowboarding. I broke it snowboarding. So okay. I broke this one three times. Um, I broke this leg once. 
uh, or this this ankle once, and that one fucking sucked. Not because it it hurt a lot, and being in a boot fucking sucked. But um, the way it happened is I was playing basketball on one court, and do you know the term breaking ankles? Yeah. I got crossed up. That, that didn't break my ankle. That didn't break my ankle. But I got so embarrassed, I left and went to another court with my friends. And we were playing. And then it happened again. And then, no, no. And then I go up for a rebound, roll my ankle. My friend who also went up for the rebound comes down and steps on it. Mm. But because of what happened earlier, when I come back with a cast around my leg, all I hear for the rest of the fucking year before I move is, Alex broke your ankles. Alex broke your ankles. <laughs> and like I'd be on the bus, I'd be like shit talking some kid. I'd be like shit talking some kid, and then someone would just chime in and say that, and then the entire bus erupts in laughter, and I just have to sit down and just hold my head mm. down and put on my headphones and wait oh to get my home. God, that one was the worst, I think, just because of the, mm. that. And then I pull my hamstring running track. <sighs> Yeah, it sounds like you're a lot more injured than I. Yeah, well, that's because I, I was like. But it sounds like you were you were a very sportsy kid. I'm a shithead. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a shithead. I have very little regard for my safety. Um, I have regard for other people's safety, but not yours. But not mine. Okay. Um, oh, and a concussion. And, okay. And that's from basketball, but. That's I'm like, like the complete opposite. Yeah. Like, cause as as soon as I broke my wrist from that football, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I've barely played sports since it. Like, because my entire, well, especially my dad, especially, mm. is like, why didn't you play football? Because, you know, I, I have, like, a very, like, he's like, you have, like, the perfect body to play football. I'm you like, do. I am like, I, <laughs> I know, that's what everyone's told me in my entire life. They're like, you'd be great for football. But I'm like, I do not want to break another bone. If I lined up. Or it's, or it's like you. another concussion. It's like, it's like, I don't want to get a concussion. If I, like, lined up and I was, like, running the ball and I saw you on the line, I'd be like, Fuck. You're like, all right, <laughs> yeah. all right we're, I'm sorry, guys. We're not, we're not playing. Yeah, give it to someone else. You know. I will say though, me. I do think, I think my concussion story is a lot more interesting than my breaking bone story. What's that? So the, I've only ever had a concussion once. Okay. And it was, I was, it was, I think I was in fifth grade or maybe sixth grade, mm-hmm. late elementary school, early middle school. I remember yeah. that. But I was sitting there eating dinner with my family. And then apparently, I don't remember this, I just blacked out. Just like, all, I was literally, I was chewing food, and I just swallowed, and I blacked out completely. Oh, my God. And apparently what happened was, is I, like, I just, I closed my eyes and fell over and knocked my head on a cabinet. And just, just com- slammed Dude. my head on a cabinet. And I remember waking up and being like... What Because ha- I had comp- no memory. Did you have of a it. seizure or something? No, you just I passed out. My, that's what my mom. My mom swears on her life that I literally just passed out. Wow. It's never happened to me since. I don't know what happened. I don't know if I, like my airway got blocked or something. I have completely zero memory of it. Wow. But I just fell over and slammed my head on a cabinet, and mm. I woke up, and my mom was like, "Yeah, you have a concussion." Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and I was like, "Can I go lay down?" And she's like, "Absolutely not. No, you cannot go lay down." <laughs> So I'm like, okay. So I remember just having, sitting there on my lap, sitting there at the kitchen table on my laptop, watching, I distinctly remember watching the Gangnam Style video <laughs> when it happened. I distinctly remember. Just got a concussion. You know what would go so hard right now? Gangnam, Gangnam Style. Style. That's, I just remember sitting there watching it. And I think eventually my mom was like, like after like a few hours, my mom was like, all right, you can go lay down. Yeah. I never went to the doctor for it. 
So I don't know if that like broke my brain stem or whatever, but well, I think I'm fine now. Yeah, concussions are pretty easily treatable. They're like harder to spot than a lot of other things just because it is like a brain injury. Mm-hmm. But it's like as long as you're not vomiting and randomly pass well, as long as you <laughs> as long as you're not consistently randomly passing out or like vomiting or like you can't like walk anywhere. It's like if you're irritated by lights and loud noises, you probably have a concussion, you know, and it's just like avoid lights and loud noises. Mm. My concussion, I didn't think it was that bad, but I missed like almost a month of school. Oh. It was like How'd you get that one? I was playing I was on an AAU basketball team. Um and I was dog shit, I can't lie. Um but we were doing some drills and this one drill was coach tosses a ball up and it's not like a jump ball. We start at the baseline and we have to run and get the ball and we both like, run, I grab it, I turn around, this, like, six, seven dude, <laughs> like, three years older than me, just slams into me and then clocks me. Mm-hmm. And I, I black out for a second, and I, I'm on the ground. I get up, I'm, like, holding my head. They're like, yeah, go sit down for a second. And I go and sit down, have some water, and then I was like, coach, let me run that again. I do it. I hit, I hit a nasty hook shot. I can't lie. I sank that shit. And then, and then you passed out. And they, no, they were like, they were like, they were like, oh, I guess you're better, Jackson. I said, no, I am not. <laughs> and I go, I you sit go back down. And I sit call down. my mom. And I'm like, mom, pick me up. I think I have a concussion. Mm-hmm. And you know, I did. So, actually, I just, re- I kind of had this as a blocked memory. Mm-hmm. I just remembered I did play sports a little bit after I broke my wrist because mm-hmm. I was in middle school, and I think it, I don't even remember how I started playing. Uh-huh. But I started playing on a Christian basketball team. Oh, yeah. For a local church. Yeah. And I just remember we would talk Bible verses. And then it's like whenever we played a game against a, another team, it's like you technically never lost or won. You yeah. guys just had a fun time playing. I'm yeah. like, fuck that shit. I want to win. <laughs> I, didn't play, I didn't play for that long. I think maybe I played for like six months. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Because I was the, when I was in South Carolina, um, I did... Shit, that's my homework alarm. I got all my homework done, so it cool, does not good. matter. But um, I uh, the only option for playing basketball outside the school because I didn't make the school team was uh, that shit, you mm-hmm. know. And I was like, I'm not a religious person, really. You just wanted to play basketball. <laughs> I just wanted you to just play want- basketball. I think I was the exact same way. Yeah. Because even since I was a little kid, I'm like, I'm not, I, like, I'm I'm not super religious at all. Yeah. But um, I was just playing to play basketball. Yeah. I'm like, I, it's fun. It is. Yeah. I just remember going home, and we didn't have a t- quiz, but it's like they would they would expect you to know like a lot of Bible verses, and they yeah. would give you like patches to put onto your uniform <laughs> with like different Bible verses. It'd be like Matthew three sixteen over wow. here, and all that stuff. I just remember I didn't play for long. It was kind of fun sometimes. Yeah. I just didn't like it because we never won. I'm like oh, I want. I'm like I want to win. Okay. Yeah. And then. Um, Ever since then, I really haven't, I really haven't touched sports. Well, it feels like it feels like a weird thing for me to say, but like I, I, I just I play video games. Yeah, no, I, I I do too. But I will say I love basketball. But if you ever want to get back into basketball, you like this idea for American Dingo, circling it back around. Some American Dingo. You're about ba- to tell me some fuck shit. American Dingo basketball, and it's a one v one basketball tournament. Except the catch is, you have to wear a shot collar. 
And every shot you miss, you get shot. That sounds like the best episode of American Dingo I've ever heard. <laughs> That's why I want to I do it for like an in-between segment. Or I, I don't know. I want to start branching out and doing like more shit. Like I want to do something. Just So like just have the interview being completely normal. Maybe crack a joke here and there. But then the in-between segment is like this absolute fuck shit. Yeah. That would be the funniest thing ever. Well, I just thought it was, I was like, I just... I need to get the shot callers, and I need to get people who are willing to play basketball with shot callers on, and I'm going to make it happen. Or you could also do that with, like, dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A shot caller dodgeball. Every time you miss, you get shocked. That would be a lot more shocks, though. And I feel like basketball, like a 1v1 tournament, Mm -hmm. it's like, and then the winner gets, you know, like expired milk, which is what I gave my recent guest. Stay tuned for that, where I drink it and then vomit. Oh, oh is it, are you, is, <laughs> I think I mentioned on, that earlier. You did, and I was like, I don't remember that on an episode. That's the that's the episode that hasn't come out yet. That's episode four with my boy, the Dante Christ, following your backyard. But no, I, you know, like give the winner of whatever, just something stupid. <laughs> just, here's a jar of mayonnaise with clams in it. No, I mean, I, 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 like, it'd be even worse than that. It'd be like, I don't know. Here's some local pond water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like leeches, like a, like pond water with some leeches. Oh my God, that'd be just hand them a bucket, like a like you know one of those metal buckets. Yeah. Hand them a bucket with pond water and leeches. Well, I think and then can, just it just sit it down and be like, all right, here you go. I think you can get leech spawn. That's actually okay. That's an idea because you can get leech spawn. I think. Or if you can't, if you somehow can't acquire the leeches. Do mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> just anything like that. That would be... Or like or like a Halloween maggots. episode with like you just hand them a, a, a... You just hand them a jack lantern filled with maggots. <laughs> that would that, be pretty gross. I can't lie. That's like... It's like I like what doing things that are... I would do that. I would 100% do that. I'm not shitting on your idea, but it's also like... It's like maybe that's a little yeah, much. Yeah, it's like... I think it's hilarious to gross people out, but I'd have to, that probably, I would do that to It like, has to be a sensible kind of grossing people out. I would do that to a band where I know most of the members, so I might do that to Stomped Out. Not some random person. Yeah, Stomped Out. Expect a uh, pumpkin filled with maggots. They're, well, now uh, they've been spoiled. <laughs> oh, expect something that is not a pumpkin filled with maggots. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's a pumpkin filled with maggots. I don't know. Oh my god, that would be hilarious, though. I think the, I want to eventually get it to the point, you know, once I have a, because I don't have a job right now, I want to like actually like buy shit. That's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Like buy like someone I know who's very anti-cop, a Blue Lives Matter flag. <laughs> so I have a story about something like that. Okay. So me and my roommate, every single time we go to the Walmart in Boone up here, mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's a wall. Of yeah. for fallen cops. Yeah. And every single time without fail, he's like, Mason, don't say it. I'm like, it's the bacon wall. It's the bacon wall. And he's like, Mason, don't say that out loud. I'm like, it's funny. You know it's funny. I just... No, because I say shit every time I pass mm. that too. So you're not it's just, alone. It's the bacon wall. It is. But he's like, he's like, he's like, Mason, you can't say that shit. I'm like, yes, I can. Have you seen that one picture that's like a cop being dropped out of an or cop's coffin being dropped out of an airplane it says well I'll be damned pigs can't fly <laughs> I haven't but that sounds like the kind of shit I would post on my personal though Based. maybe not I don't know because the kind of stuff I post on my personal Instagram is like 
usually like something that's like kind of absurd and funny, but yeah. like at the same time, it's like nothing too crazy. We have we have very similar posting styles. I noticed because I I'm not sure if you've do you follow my personal? I think I follow your personal on Boonpod. I don't I don't know. If, I didn't check it. Did you look through it at all? I looked through it for a few seconds. Yeah, I think that gives a good idea. Of, it's just like, but I I remember I did look at it. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of yeah, similar. Sim- it's kind of similar. similar. Just like I don't know my personal. I know all these people know me. I've got a girlfriend. I'm not trying to impress no woman. Hmm. Even before I had a girlfriend recently, it was like, I'm I was just gonna like, post whatever. Yeah, fuck it. If you don't want to see that shit, this is me. Fuck you. I will say the funniest thing about my Instagram, because, you know, I consider my Instagram, it's like, it's kind of weird, but it's not like anything crazy absurd. Yeah. It's nothing that you'd be like, whoa, why is he posting that? You're like, okay, that's kind of weird. Every time I post something on my Instagram, my sister's friends will see it and be like, Jesse, what is your brother posting on Instagram? And they're like... They're like, he's posting some weird stuff. Comparatively, all of my sister's friends on Instagram, you know, they post the... Sorority girly stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And then I just post a very weird picture of my friend. Yeah. Or like a weird meme with a a very, like, esoteric caption. Yeah. You know, something like that. But all my friends are like, what the fuck is he posting? (laughs) They analyze me like I'm some kind of weird animal. It's it's become to the point, though, where it's just, like, expected. I mean, I've, I've been, like, I've been... I've just kind of matured. My sense of humor has not, and mm. I just have learned how to do shit better, how to present myself better. But it's like I post something like the the thing where I said Jackson joins the Carolina Hurricanes and says pass the ball, yo, famous <laughs> catchphrase. It was like my, I posted that, and my brother and his friends just lost their shit and started sending it around. So I think it's like the expectation sometimes, mm. you know. I know my my roommate was talking to me about this stuff I post on Instagram, and he was like, your Instagram stuff has gotten much worse. I'm sorry you guys can't see my hand signals. It's gotten worse since I got access to Photoshop. <laughs> when I got access to Photoshop, they're like, Mason, this is... I don't know. It's just downhill. They're like, they're like man, I don't know. You, I don't know if you should be posting this, but it's nothing like bad. Yeah, no, it's, it's just a kind. Of, it's just the kind of weird stuff you'd see on like you know, like iFunny. Yeah. If anyone oh listening to this podcast, oh my god, I know someone who's going to be listening to this podcast who still actively uses iFunny. Oh, I'm. You have to stop. Yeah. I stopped using iFunny in eighth grade, like mm. every normal person did. Same, same here. You listen. You download. You don't. It's the pipeline. You know, you download iFunny in like sixth or seventh grade. The good person deletes it mm-hmm. before they go into high school. Well, you see enough gore on the way to school, and you're yeah. like, uh, I'm, why, you go, why do I have this? You're scrolling through Featured at lunch, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's just porn. Yeah. It's like, that's just porn. It's like, I don't, don't want to see that. I'd be, like, I'd be like on the bus going to school. It's like, oh, that's a 12-year-old who just got brutally murdered. Yeah, it's what, like, it's like I love going to school. It's like, oh, my lunch break. You know, I love seeing, uh, you know, like a 12-year-old being shot in the head with a, with a slug. Yeah. You know, it's like, I love that. I, yeah, it's great. Dude, give me more of that, actually, iFunny. Please, I want more of that. Please show me brutality that will traumatize me for life. I swear to God, the way iFunny works is that the longer you look at it, not even if you like it, but the longer you look at it, it's like, all right, well, I know what you want to see. Yeah. So, but like the normal, the good pipeline is where you uninstall it. Yeah. And you never touch it again. Yeah. I, so my, my arc with iFunny was very strange because I got it when I was way too young. 
I how young are we talking? Like third grade. That's yeah. I was way, way, way too young to have eye funny, and then my parents tried their best to control it and make it so I didn't have eye funny. But you know, they can't stop you. They can't stop me. I found out the password for the parental restrictions. So <laughs> there you go. You have eye funny. So I had eye funny, and um, I made a had several accounts. One was a. Uh, my Little Pony fan account, obviously, mm-hmm. for my for my OC. Well, it's DJ like the two, the, the two kinds of iFunny accounts are, and it's like either cartoons or anime. Yeah. Gore. Or porn. Or porn. More <laughs> gore porn. Exactly. It's one of those yeah, three. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. only kind of iFunny account. And it's like all of them will just randomly also just post funny ass memes or used to. I'm not. I don't think they'd be that funny anymore. I, but no. The funniest thing to me is that my friend that still uses iFunny, he'll send me a meme. It'll that he got from iFunny, and it'll have a watermark from TikTok, <laughs> but he refuses to download TikTok. Yeah, I'm like, my friends are the same. I'm like, way. literally, all every single meme you send me is from TikTok. Why not just get on TikTok? That's like a weird app. Bro. Yeah, like, no, I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. Dude, people who don't have TikTok, they're like, they think they have a fucking PhD in maturity. They're like, oh, that's a that's a, that's really cringe. Addison Ray. I could Ugh. maybe understand that in like 2019. <laughs> yeah. Because I downloaded TikTok in 2019. Yeah. I think when every when when a lot of people did, because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's this cringy app that used to be musically. I'm gonna download it and check it out. And then you, it's it's been on my phone ever yeah. since. Well, it was like the for me, it was like, I always thought of it as musically because. Mm. I th- it's such so weird that there's a whole generation of kids that aren't growing up without seeing like Jacob Sartorius musically mm-hmm. era. Like the so, I didn't know what musically was until oh, it was gone. Okay. Like I think maybe I'd seen one video from it, but like I was, I it was, I, it was gone before I, before I even knew what it was. I had a musically, and I would use oh, it no. to no no I would use it to uh, make fun of. Uh, people in my school I didn't like who had music uh. please, who were doing the like the like dances where they're like moving the phone mm. around like zooming in and shit like the I would just go and do at them and then I'd be like I, I don't know it was 8th grade this was like the Filthy Frank iDubbbz era and I'd just be like ha drink bleach and I, it was a completely I, anonymous and I feel terrible about it right now because I'm sure I made someone feel terrible oh, about yeah. themselves but at the same time you know that's <laughs> Based, you know? <laughs> it's, it's based. It's kind of like I. Uh, I look back at the person I was in eighth grade, freshman yeah. year of high school. I'm like, why did you do that? I think every leftist, or not leftist. I don't know why I said leftist. I think everyone with left. Sorry, that's just a catch-all term I use for someone who has left-leaning. Every views. fucking liberal that yeah, listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody who is like has left-leaning views or is gay or you know, like. Not a conservative. They yeah. They start off on the i funny, <sighs> you know, Max Mofo pipeline. Yeah, and then eventually, five years later, they're gay. Yeah, that's how it's like. It's it's like you start off on i funny, yeah. i dubs, filthy Frank, Max Mofo. Five years later, you're voting for Joe Biden. Yeah, with a gay pride flag on. You know, I, that's the pipeline. It was like it was like. I would watch SJW owned. I would oh watch like God. I would watch like Ben Shapiro videos. You're bringing like, up memories in me that I don't want to remember. <laughs> and I'd be like, because I'd be like, I was the exact same way. I used to watch those like SJW owned videos, yeah. and I was like, yes, yeah. And then I start thinking about it. I'm like, that, I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I, I would watch like Ben Shapiro videos. And I'd be like, this dude's a fucking loser. Like he's just he's just. And then you look <laughs> at him now, and he's like, yeah, he's still a fucking loser. Yeah, and it's like, 
And it was like, it was just that pipeline. I'm, I, I avoided it. Some kids fall down it because they're fragile about their masculinity. But it was like, I used to be like, oh, you know, it's okay if you're transgender, but like, they, them, what is that? And now I'm fucking non-binary. I, I know. By they, I, them. I used to make those kind of just, oh, I identify as a helicopter. Yeah. And I look back at it now, I'm like, oh, my God, why did I say that? Yeah, well, I'm not, it's But it's so fucked up. I look back on it now, and I walk around with makeup on and crop tops and skirts and go by day them. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I've come a I long think, fucking way. The honest, the whole, like, right, alt-right pipeline mm-hmm. is just... You you get you get into it at a very like tender age, like yeah. fourteen, fifteen, mm-hmm. and you depending on which side you go down, it's just if you fucking learned basic human empathy. Yeah. If you go to the correct path, you learn human empathy, and you're like, okay, maybe you know, let's be nice to people. Yeah. And then you go down the right path, I mean the left, path, the bad one. Yeah. And then <laughs> you're like, oh fucking, I'm gonna get my guns and I'm gonna. They're the no. same people who are like, oh, fuck yeah, January 6th, fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's like, I, you know, I always, I was never like a Trump supporter, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I never was like that far, but I was a degenerate 14-year-old in South Carolina and butt fuck South Carolina. Fuck Lexington, South Carolina, by the way, if you've never been there. I've been there, it's horrible. If you're from there, I apologize. Fuck Lexington. <laughs> Actually, a lot of y'all fucking suck. If you're from Lexington, there's like a... Like, 90% chance you're a piece of shit. I could go off about Lexington, <laughs> South Carolina for fucking days. It, like, poisoned my brain and so many people's brains. It's but anyways, it was like, my mom found out. I'd be like, oh, that's so gay. She fucking, like, took my phone away. And I was like, you, and, I, and it was like, I was a 14-year-old, so of course I was like, oh, what the fuck? That's so stupid. <laughs> but at the same time, I was also like... Yeah, honestly, that's kind of that's kind of fair. You it's, know, it's like you know what? Maybe I maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't be a fucking shithead. And then you and then you just go down the line. You're like, all right, you know, yeah. maybe I, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that stuff. And then you get to an understanding, and then you're like, I don't know, Dick, I can go for one right now. <laughs> you, you say know. that you say that you're like, yeah, I can eat lunch. I could, I, I, could, could, I could go for a cock right I could now. Go for a dick, dude. <laughs> I can, get, oh I, can get, I can get pounded. You know what I'm saying? You know, Vagina's cool and all, and I was raised to like it, but shit. I'm starting to look at this dude like... I mean, my first boner was to Taylor Lautner. I've been new, but, you know, that's, that's beside the point. Shout out Drake, my favorite lesbian. <laughs> dude, I, I don't know. That's my that, that comes from my favorite <laughs> fucking... That's my favorite TikTok ever. It was like it was this guy. It was this guy duetting this video this woman had made. That was like Happy Lesbian Day, and he was like Happy Birthday, Drake. It's that, it's yeah. the funniest shit I've ever seen. I saw that one. It's like Happy Happy Birthday, Drake. He is so Drake is so, he's something else. He is something else. It's funny because for so long he was like he did make genuinely good music. He was like a revered god yeah. in the music community, and now he's just like. Now he makes fucking, he, he, just he made did. certified, he made Scorpion, and then it was just downhill. Like, he, people are, some people are like, oh, more life, views, that's when it was downhill. But Scorpion for me is when I was like, I was also getting into, like, alternative music. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, 16 and heard Scorpion. I was like, this is ass. And then my friends were also like, this is ass. I don't, so I was what like, was the name of his newest album? Uh, I don't certified lover boy. Was it certified? Then what? Is it that one or what was the one? He has like a drip down logo. Oh, that honestly, one. never mind. Yes, that one. 
All My Friends Hate That One. I like two songs off of that album. I couldn't tell I, you their names, but I like I remember liking two of them and then all the other ones are like, yeah, I don't I don't this is So not I'm good. a huge Dance Hall and House fan. Mm-hmm. That album's a slap in the fucking face, Tid. That entire <laughs> the entire house movement starting from the eighties to now. And then Drake's like, you know, let me just let me get in there. Let me you make know? this terrible. Let me make this horrible. I know this 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 genre that was created out of one like Created out of this place of passion and evolving technology that created a safe space for gay people and people of color and low-income neighborhoods. And I'm going to take a huge poopy dump over it because I want to feel a little girly. <laughs> and then he's like, you know what? This album's going to be sprinkled with, sh- with diarrhea doo-doo feces. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's horrible. And, no, and, and nothing wrong with being a little girly on an album. I love I, one of my favorite albums of 2020 was... Um, Chloe X Haley, Ungodly Hour, you know, mm-hmm. which I guess those are they're women, but like, <laughs> I'm trying to think, or like Prince, you know, mm-hmm. but Drake just did it in a way that's felt forceful, like, oh, you're trying to be this like soft boy, oh, but you're dog shit at writing, you're dog shit at choosing beats, no offense to the producers, but like, damn, yeah, I'm sorry, I could go out for days because when that came out, everyone was like, oh yeah, it's this is like, it's bad, but it's like. You know, sometimes it can be kind of good dance music, and I was like, "You want to know fucking good dance music if it's smacking You're like, goddamn." Here's dance. here's my fucking manifesto <laughs> on, this, on this subject. Well, my 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 girlfriend has had to be subjected to my rant about not my rant, my 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 history lesson on uh, how house evolved into French house. So I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> I, I wish we could keep talking, but yeah. it is we're kind of running out of time here. We Show. Got, we, 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 this will be my longest podcast by far and away at an hour and a half. Honestly, if we had more time, I would go for two hours. Even though in the first episode, I'm like, I would never do two hours. If it's a, if it's a cool guest, I would. But if we are running out of time here. So what I'm going to do here okay. is, you know, shout out. Shout out whoever you want. And, you know, tell the people listening, where can they find you? What do you want them to see? Oh, let me pull up my socials. Hey. Attention, booners. Oh, my. Um, shout out American Dingo at American Dingo Music Show. I'll put all of the American Dingo links in the, in, the, in the description. American Dingo Music Show on Instagram, American Dingo Music Show on YouTube. Um, on Twitter, I forgot what my handle is. Uh, uh, my Twitter handle is underscore American Dingo. Uh, shout out Troutabout, shout out Sloth, shout out Felspar, shout out the Boone scene, um, shout out Jake Skate, shout out Dantichrist, shout out In Your Backyard, shout out Door Crew, shout out Big Time Tommy, shout out Nat, shout out Jughead, shout out Angel, shout out, <laughs> uh, that's a nice one. Shout out my mom, shout out my dad, shout out my brothers, shout out Boom Pod, shout out, um, Shout out Drake before 2016. My favorite shout lesbian. Out, shout out my favorite lesbian. Shout out my My Little Pony OC. Shout out, uh, fuck, Living Tombstone for introducing me to Five, uh, Nights at Five Nights at Freddy's and also making some banger tracks in My Little Pony. And before I go, I have a gift for you. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm being, I can't believe I'm being honored with a guest, on, with a, not only such a great guest on this podcast, I have the honor of getting a gift from the American Dingo. Let's see. They're digging through their backpack. I'm so excited. It may just be a jar of leeches. 
No. Oh. Well, dead. Anyways, I present to you a um a dead disposable vape. Okay. And um a <laughs> a rock. Oh. Thank you so much for the gift. And with that, do you want to send them out? Uh, tune in next time. We're, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Boom Pod on the American Dingo Music Show. Join us for that. Until next time, Boone. Stay Boone. Stay real. Watch the American Dingo. Um, and put your nuts away. And with that, I'll talk to you later, Booners. I hope you have a great night. 